This is Self Work, and I'm Dr. Margaret Rutherford. At Self Work, we'll discuss psychological and emotional issues common in today's world and what to do about them. I'm Dr. Margaret, and Self Work is a podcast dedicated to you taking just a few minutes today for your own self work. Hello and welcome or welcome back to Self Work. I'm Dr. Margaret and I'm so glad you're here. Before we get to the actual intro for this interview, I want to make sure you know that it focuses on suicide prevention, so please listen carefully. We have a great interview today. Maybe a little controversial, but I certainly hope not. I want to read you the first part of the email I sent to our guest today for Self Work. Her name is Katrina Breeze. Katrina, good morning. I'm the host of the Self Work Podcast, and I just saw the CBS Sunday morning interview about your mom, the way she died, and your actions since it happened. Let me say I'm so sorry about the struggles your mom had all her life and how her bipolar disorder could take her in such destructive directions, ending in her suicide. I've heard many stories and have my own concern and passion about how destructive perfectionism and suicide are linked, but that's not the point of this email. This morning, I'd sat down to write an episode on suicide, but I decided to switch on CBS's Sunday morning and saw your interview. That's all the synergy I needed to find out how to reach out to you. I'd love to interview you for self-work. I very much admire what you're doing and think it's such a brilliant way of working through the complete mess that gun control conversations can create. It's positive, proactive, and I know many of my own clients would have signed up. That was my email. Now, who is Katrina Breeze? She's a grieving daughter turned activist, and I think she's come up with a brilliant way of bridging the gun debate as well as the debate about the Second Amendment as far as it pertains to suicide. Her mother was named Donna, and it's called Donna's Law. And her mother, who hated guns and had often hospitalized herself because she was suicidal, killed herself with a gun. Here are some facts you may not know before you turn off. Hold on. Firearms are the most common means of suicide. In 2020, firearms were used in 53% of suicides, with 24,292 gun suicide victims annually. This is a leading cause of death for Americans. That's more than 66 people each day. Many suicide attempts are impulsive, and the vast majority of survivors do not keep trying until they succeed. But people who choose firearms as their suicide method very rarely survive. About 85% of gun suicide attempts end in death. Donna's Law, also known as the Voluntary Do Not Sell List, gives a person the option to voluntarily and confidentially put their own names into the federal background check system to prevent impulsive gun purchases for a suicide attempt. Donna Nathan should have been able to have suspended her own ability to buy a gun. And that's what we're talking about today. I think... It's an incredible solution to a very sticky problem. Before we hear from Katrina, here's a quick message from BiOptimizer's Magnesium Breakthrough. Hey guys, I want to share with you that recently I've been working on some very important projects that have very short deadlines as always, right? Seems everything today is ASAP. Anyway, I have not been able to keep up with all of my self-care routine. I certainly haven't had breaks to have proper meals, and I'm drinking way too much iced tea. I was starting to get really stressed out, 
when I remembered that the magnesium breakthrough I take every night is also a great support for stress management. I'd kind of forgotten that. In fact, magnesium is responsible for over 300 body reactions, and Magnesium Breakthrough is the only magnesium formula that delivers all seven different forms of magnesium. I didn't know there were seven forms, one of them being feeling more calm, centered, and in control of our stress. If you're trying to balance life demands, give it a try. Trust me, your mind and your body will thank you for it. What you can do is visit magbreakthrough.com slash selfwork and order now. Oh, in addition to the discount you get by using promo code selfwork10, so that's different, selfwork10, there are also amazing gifts with purchase. That's why I love shopping at Buy Optimizers. Again, go to magbreakthrough.com slash selfwork to get your magnesium breakthrough and find out this month's gift with purchase. Again, I want to stress, Katrina's not talking about limiting gun sales to anyone, but people who want to voluntarily say, I don't need to buy a gun. So I hope you'll listen to her story. She's passionate, and she wants to save people like her mom. Katrina, can you tell self-work listeners about why you are, you know, of course, about your mother and then how you're using her death as a momentum for this incredible project and incredible legislation? Sure. Um, I'll start with what the legislation is. Um, Donna's Law is a voluntary tool that people can use to prevent themselves from purchasing a gun. Mm-hmm. So it enables somebody to put themselves on a list that is confidential, reversible, and does not interfere with the Second Amendment in order to prevent an impulsive gun purchase in an episode of suicidality or or for whatever other reason they want to prohibit themselves from guns, um, from a gun sale. And um, I lost my mom in 2018 to an impulsive gun suicide. She picked up her phone and she typed in how to hang herself. And Google told her that the better idea would be to buy a handgun. Yeah. Um, it then helped direct her to the closest gun store where she essentially pressed go on her phone and was dead very shortly after that. She took it to the park and she shot herself. I had no idea at that time that it was that easy to buy a gun where we live. I, it, it is still shocking to me and completely uncomfortable that mm-hmm. I live in a place where it is that easy and that fast to buy a gun. Um, even for somebody that has absolutely no training, um, no license, no waiting period. Right. Um, she had been uh, in psychiatric hospitalization three times before this. That did and she not- had gone voluntarily for those. Correct. She, because she really wanted help and she knew she had bipolar disorder and she accepted that and she was working with her doctors and there were times when she was really well I mean well she was mm-hmm. doing great she was managing bipolar disorder well mm-hmm. yeah uh, and our family really did everything and she did everything and she was very knowledgeable our 
our family has many doctors in it. We were very supportive. Um, we were on top of it every day. Yeah. Um, yeah. my mom's partner even during this episode that she was having quit his job and stayed home all day long with her to supervise yeah. her. And it still wasn't enough mm -hmm. um, because it was just minutes away from her being able to get a gun. And um, so, I mean, immediately after this happened to my family, I was like, how could this be? Like, right. I talked to some lawyer friends that had guns and I was like, Do you, how could my mom be sold a gun after she was in the psychiatric hospital? This, you know, I thought that was impossible and um, everything about the gun sale was legal and um, at that point I was just completely committed to, to changing that and um, used the massive tidal wave of energy that grief and trauma and right. shock <laughs> and I surfed this that wave of energy into Donna's law immediately I mean within within 24 hours of knowing about her death I was having conversations with um the gun policy maker for Amnesty International and we were conceiving this legislation. Um, it was very immediate that that I chose This is to, how you were grieving. I mean this is how you Yeah. And I was I was scared too of of um other ways that I could get into to I don't know, process that trauma. Um you know, I've, uh, I have a lot of friends that have experienced trauma and I've watched them after that make their lives worse in a lot of ways. Yes, it can. And having something like this happen, it was so obvious how I could make my life worse immediately to me. <laughs> Uh, well, and, and, uh, and that happens a lot in a family that happens in with friends that happens, you know, in communities. Um, there's certainly, uh, and well, can I say my words this morning? There's certainly an acknowledgement and a, and a lot of research has gone into that, that people hear that someone died by suicide and then they think, well, then I will, you know, mm -hmm. so yeah, it, it's, it's, it, it's a, the person who dies by suicide doesn't mean for that to happen. It's not an intentional act to try to uh, create that dynamic, but it does create that dynamic. Yes. Um, I was shocked by how loud the voice to shoot myself was immediately wow. after that. I'm and so um, thank you. Mm -hmm. And I, I knew the gun store. The gun dealer's business card was left on my mom's passenger seat. I had like so many fantasies of going over there and buying a gun and shooting myself mm -hmm. and um, pushing myself into doing Donna's Law brought into my life many survivors of similar tragedies mm -hmm. um, and um like with moms demand action, I mean, there, I felt like all of a sudden I had a million moms that <laughs> wanted to. <laughs> well, you know, it, it also, for years we've had, um, we've had a 
policy in place where gambling people with gambling addictions can mm-hmm. can sign up at the at the casinos. Don't let me in the door. You know, mm-hmm. uh, they're literally barring themselves from gambling, and it's something that uh, they do voluntarily, and they do because they know it's a problem, and and it's something about putting that hurdle in front of that they can again renege mm-hmm. on it and say okay i, I want to take my name off but it's completely voluntary and that's exactly what you're saying one of the reasons why i you know i i live in a state where there are a lot of people i, I live in arkansas and there are a lot of people that have guns there are a lot of people you know have guns all over the united states but this is not about challenging that it's about challenging the idea that um so many firearms deaths are suicides 60 to 65 percent of them i think are Mm -hmm. suicides and we tend to think of the homicidal part of it and we don't think of the suicidal part of it so in in essence you're saying someone with major depression or someone who literally has just gone through some trauma themselves and realize that's beginning to crop up in their thinking. They don't have to have a diagnosis of a mental illness. It's simply that they know they are in a bad place and it is a prohibition for them. Uh, it's like alcoholics not going in a, in a bar. You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, I know I can't, you know, I may not be able to resist that thought. And so I'm going to prohibit myself. I'm going to stop myself before I even get started. Yeah, I wanted to um, add two things I've learned about the things you're talking about is that one in Pennsylvania right now, there is a bill to enable people to opt out of their ability to purchase alcohol from, uh, I believe, really? a state a state liquor store. Huh. Um, so uh, this type of um, self-contract is sometimes called a, a Ulysses Pact. Um, from Homer, the Odyssey, that um, he ties himself to the boat to avoid the the songs of the sirens and is able to like survive. I guess I haven't read the book. Um, <laughs> and then the other thing I wanted to point out about um, the gambling one is everyone who has talked to me about being on the list of the gambling prohibition is also someone who is bipolar, and. Um, Destroying one's finances is often something that can happen easily when someone is a, in an, a psychotic episode or in a mania. Mm-hmm. Um, so p- people who know that, that there are times where they will make, um, better decisions and there will be times that they'll make worse decisions, um, I believe should be able to utilize these tools. Um, and I hope there becomes more of them. I love the idea of someone being able to, to stop their ability to buy alcohol. Yes. Um, I mean, what a beautiful tool that is. Now, three states have passed Donna's law, correct? Yes. Virginia, Utah, and Washington. Tell me about your mom. She was very funny and she was very smart, educated, worldly. She loved music and dance. She was so generous to everybody. She had a huge heart for any animal, whether it was a lizard or a human. If it was suffering, she would be the first to intervene and try and protect that creature. Um, she was... Uh, she had a lot of struggle with um, mental illness throughout her life and worked incredibly hard to protect herself from suicide. Um, 
which made Donna's lie even more obvious because mm-hmm. she really was an incredible advocate for her own mental health care and so was I and so was her partner and um, uh, there was a lot of strength in her in her care circle mm-hmm. um, she had recently had a step grandbaby that she was super excited about and there was another one coming and um, oh, I can see that's a it's a very tender spot. Yeah. yeah, like it's like I just know she didn't want to miss that. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And that's the thing. One of the somebody listening who doesn't know a lot about bipolar disorder or mental illness in general is that when those I'll call them voices or that energy or that impulsivity when when it is going on, you can completely lose sight of who you are at your most stable. It's almost as if there's a part of you that gets turned off. Um, Mm -hmm. Did she have any psychotic episodes or did she just have the bipolar disorder? In the last year of her life, she had um, very obvious psychotic episodes. Okay. And things like hearing voices and um, extreme paranoia. Um, Mostly when she was manic? I the the end of her life. It, I guess it's like mixed state. Okay. Um, it she was pretty much in like a panic attack for three months, and she didn't sleep. And I would say insomnia played a big part in it. And um, yeah, I mean, she wasn't she wasn't really making any bad decisions. She was really just like in her house suffering. Okay, there were a lot of fighting, fighting, fighting. Yeah. There was a lot of physical things happening to her also um, with uh, the medications that they were trying on her. And she had very intense tremors and her hands shook so bad that um, for the last several months of her life, she couldn't hold a fork because she would just stab her face and she had to eat all her food with like, a, like her paw, mm-hmm. um, just bringing it to her mouth. And, um, she couldn't write very well, um, because her hands were shaking, um, which m- made it even more offensive that a gun dealer would sell her a gun. Right, right. Uh, it's almost, it's impossible that she could have curbed all that and walked in and been looking much more normal. And obviously there were some things going on there that the gun dealer would have noticed. Mm-hmm. What What has establishing this? Um, well, what? Well, let me ask you this. What are y'all doing currently? Um, it's The bill has been introduced to Congress, but they have not done anything. Is that, is that correct? Well, they've done a lot, but it hasn't progressed. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but they do invest a lot of resources that I appreciate. And there are offices there that are very busy working. So to say they've done nothing, um, wouldn't be fair to the, okay. to the efforts. Did you get a lot of, of feedback from your CBS, um, interview? I bet you did. 
Oh, yeah. And so positive. I mean, I, I didn't get anything negative. I mean, I probably got like 200 emails that were so supportive and um, lots more like interviews like with you. And um, I love podcasting. So other podcasts and um, other news sources. And um, it's also... It's made me realize, like, a lot of people were like, I want to bring this to my state, which is amazing, but um, well, I did not. Can, how do people do that? That's what I was going to ask you next. Well, that was the next piece of work I had to do. So, I created a Donna's Law starter pack birthday right. the last couple of weeks, and I've been creating all the templates and strategies for people to be able to do that in the most efficient um, no cost way. Mm-hmm. Um, and so essentially it just involves, um, choosing who the potential sponsors in your state could be, which will most likely be someone who has already s- sponsored a suicide prevention bill. Um, looking also an- another option of who it could be is, um, someone that's on the committee that will be determining whether this moves forward or not um, because they have a stake in it and they have relationships with other people on that committee. Um, so it's it, it's pretty fast to just identify a very small amount of people in a state and then just try to send them some of the letters that I've created templates for. And I feel like... Um, Excuse me. Uh, I feel like I've created something that someone can hopefully just put a couple minutes into a couple times a month and um, perhaps if the climate's right in their state, bring it forward. How has, I mean, how have you grieved your mom? Um, I don't, I don't, I I don't have like another dead mom to compare it to. (laughs) So (laughs) you're funny. So I'm not sure what it's like otherwise, but I do feel like it's been an incredible privilege and opportunity to have the support of the media at very difficult times and moments in my grief. And a lot of those people like you are in the mental health field to me um, and asking me specific questions that make me think and that lead my thinking into um, how how I was able to use this to help me, you know, and I think that one of the big things is not feeling shame. That's right. Not, not feeling like zero shame like I have zero shame that my mom shot herself I mean I have a stack of shames and this is not on the list it's not even in the list it's it's not even the what is that old fairy tale the princess and the pea it's not even the pea right (laughs) um so I I assume that's beneficial um it's been amazing to see my mom's picture like being waved at Congress by representatives. And and there's this part of all this that feels like my mom is kind of like an organ donor. Like, Mm. Like, because 
like she gets to donate her story and her photo and that is so valuable to legislation she is the person that it, she's Donna I mean she mm-hmm. she her her life and her death the way she lived her life and and then the way she killed herself is going to be honored by, uh-huh. is honored by this law there are people there's people's lives that she will save yeah and um and you will save by the way thank you and you will save as well um i think that another aspect of it is like when this first happened um i was dating this guy and he had this really great family and one of my feelings like right away was like oh my god like his family is gonna think i'm you know unstable and they're probably gonna think that i'm gonna do it and now they know my mom is how she is and i just felt like i can't i can't let this be the end of my mom's story because Mm -hmm. that doesn't that doesn't feel good to me for the end of her story to be that then she put a bullet in her head alone in a park. Um, but having the end of her story be that then she became a law that empowered people with a tool for self-defense mm-hmm. against one of the most common ways that people die in our country. And the most lethal. The most, yeah. Yeah, the most, the, the, the quote-unquote best way to, yeah. to as Google um, told your mom. And um, another, another way that it's really helped me is, um, well, meeting amazing people that really care about this and are willing to talk about it because I can't really, like, be talking about gun suicide on like dates and stuff all the time. <laughs> yeah, well, now you know the world of a, a therapist. Some people go, you know, can't you talk about something else? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Are you any fun? <laughs> right, but and I'm like, but this is inspiring and innovative. <laughs> um, another way that it's really helped me is um, meeting advocates of the bill that are bipolar people that have experienced suicidality and want to opt out of their ability to purchase a gun Mm -hmm. and through meeting them it's really helped me understand what my mom was going through and it's given me so much more respect for her and I regret that in her life I thought that she should work harder to hold it together because now I realize that she was working as hard as she could Mm mm-hmm and that she was holding a lot together. You know, I, I think with any any kind of chronic mental illness, it's that is a that is a fight in and of itself because it is the chronicity of it, and people watch you dealing with it, and they don't know how hard you, you know how hard it is to get out of bed or how hard it is to control those impulses or to deal with hearing voices. I mean, it's just, and that was her every day. And I Mm -hmm. think it's difficult for other people to understand. And so that you've gotten a firsthand account from these folks about, yeah, it is a, it is a huge job to, to control this kind of illness. 
Yeah. Um, or try to control it. Yeah. And also um, being able to say that my mom shot herself is something that was not allowed on on the news four years ago. Really? And I have... Yeah, I mean, even when I go on YouTube to watch my own interview on CBS Sunday Morning, it gives me two content warnings and a recommendation for the suicide helpline, mm -hmm. just because I want to watch my own interview. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, that is, but I can, I mean, I can see some horrific scene from the Ukraine war and the media doesn't mind showing me that. Mm-hmm. Um, so great point, but my mom deserves some of the credit for how this conversation has really opened up and, um, given the country a way to talk about it that isn't so depressing and is kind of inspiring. Mm -hmm. It's um, more than kind of inspiring. It is inspiring. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, so Donna's law isn't just going to protect the, that 65%. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. from suicide, it's also going to protect people from accidentally or not accidentally, but in an episode to sh shoot somebody that they love. Mm -hmm. I mean, I was I was looking at data today about the percentage of men that shoot themselves after shooting their domestic partner. And it, it was, um, I can't remember the state, but it was 59%. And I thought about it and one of the things I do in my work is I don't fight for gun control. I'm not fighting, and I'm definitely no. not fighting gun enthusiasts about mm -mm. it. No. Mm -mm. Um, I compassion for um, gun violence prevention. And that compassion starts with me compassioning for the other person mm -hmm. if I expect mm -hmm. them to compassion for me. And so I was looking at that data today about men who shoot their partner, and I thought, if I had just shot my partner, I would want to shoot myself, mm -hmm. you know, like what a sad thing. I mean, what an awful, horrific thing to experience mm -hmm. to shoot your partner. And I want to protect those people, too. Well, you know, I'm thinking as you were talking about this advocating for greater awareness and acceptance that this is what's happening. I have noticed, uh, and again, I, I live in a pretty conservative state, but I have noticed that when more and more people who are dying by suicide, their families are choosing to include that in the obituary. Mm -hmm. Their families are including, they, they, they want that to be known. So how is this changing you as a person, Katrina? How, how is oh, it so much family? How's it? It has changed my family. Um, when I first started doing this work, my family, except for one person, showed me zero support about it. Wow. And I, it's been, it was years before I got real acknowledgement from my family of support on this work. And I was even told, not to do this work by my family. I was told that what I was talking about was like nonsense. Wow. Um, I was, I think that there was a lot of because fear. They were, it was that, did that come from their own humiliation or their own shame or? I think it came just, from their fear of me putting my life on the line to discuss gun control in America. I see. I see. Right. Impulsive gun suicide is 
did not begin in my family with my mom. There were four other suicides in our family before my mom that um, having my mom's death be in the newspaper, having me ask questions because reporters were asking questions and learning about my own family history of suicide um, has really opened up the conversation um, and I mean, our family for generations has been defined by suicide and been um, almost all parts of my family have experienced suicide on like people say like, um, oh, was there bipolar on your mom's side? And it's like, no, but there's a ton of it on my dad's side. <laughs> really? Wow. So like it, um, <laughs> it, it's like coming at me on both sides now and um, it has really opened up the conversation from my family's elders that have experienced a lot of these losses. And also, um, how does my generation in our family protect each other? Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, I still don't see a lot of my family like sharing my articles on social media or or much like that, but they'll text me and you know tell me that they're proud of it um i'm glad i'm glad so it's it's evolving and um i'm gonna keep going and i assume that they're gonna keep opening up about it and i hope at some point they're gonna be testifying in their states in front of their legislatures in support of this Mm -hmm. um because it's it's coming to their state soon (laughs) (laughs) You're going to make sure of that, it sounds like. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Well, it has been an honor talking with you, and I really appreciate this so much. Uh, Thank you so much. I really appreciate being able to um, share this knowledge with your your listeners and with you. It's been a beautiful conversation. Great. Thanks so much for listening in to Self Work today. It's an honor for you to be here, and I so appreciate the fact that you are here and you give us your time. This week, you may notice a new sponsor of Self Work. It's the Jordan Harbinger Show, and the ad is in a different format, what's called an intracast, so that you can listen to that information in just a couple of minutes. It'll be listed as the second episode in your podcast app. I found his show to be entertaining and intriguing, and I more than welcome his team to self-work. Please take very good care, as I say every episode, of yourself, your family, the people you care about, and your community. I'm Dr. Margaret, and this has been Self-Work.